Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Karen Conrad Metcalf, and I am pleased to let you know that my amazing husband, David Metcalf, is joining me today. Hey, Dave. Hey, it's so nice to be with you, my amazing wife. Thank you for inviting me into this time. Yes. Well, we just came off the most a wonderful, amazing weekend. And it was the business and nonprofit workshop uh, for wealth builders. And Dave, there is just something about this last weekend. We had Colin Carr, who you heard on this podcast, Jeff Vanderwall, Frank Pulley, Mike Davis. Dave, you had some sessions. Oh, I'm telling you, it was so powerful. And Billy, he was teaching on things that I have never heard him teach on before. We kind of joke like, how deep is that? Well, wow. uh, <laughs> Becky, uh, Miss Becky says, I don't know. I've never been able to find the, the bottom of that. Well, and Becky had so many amazing things to say. And just uh, we were we have a word form or a, a phrase form. We call them truth bombs that come out of Miss Becky. And I'll tell you, it was it was a life changing weekend. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, Karen speaker. She was really quite <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really a great weekend. And I wanted to let you know, too, that if you were not able to make the conference, um, we have USBs available either digitally where you can just download them. We send you a link or uh, you can purchase a physical USB of the weekend. And it includes all the sessions and the PowerPoints. And there's over 20 sessions. Oh, David Lapp as well. I want to make sure I mention him. Um, so if you want to get a hold of that, you can go to wealthbuilders.org and right there on the main page, all of the different products are available. So you can choose a USB. There's a bundle there. If you want to schedule a consultation for coaching, it's right there on the main page. We had several people say this was their favorite Wealth Builders conference ever, which is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. And we're continuing a little bit on that theme, maybe a little broader than than you know business in particular. But Dave, I'm really excited about what you're going to be sharing today because we're going to be talking about supernatural business. And so I'm just going to turn it over to you and just ask you to jump right into our topic today. Okay, sure. Well, part of this actually came out of the the business. Um, conference that we had. And one of the questions that came to the panel was around the idea of like ministry and business. And it was asked in such a way that I, I had like the idea that it was in the person's mind, two separate worlds. Like you've got a ministry world and a business world. I don't know if you caught that or how you thought about that. Yeah. But yeah. we actually ended up talking about that on the panel. We did. And because it was such a good uh, type of question, we thought we'd bring that up right here. Like what's ministry and and business? And we will talk about the supernatural element, but essentially ministry is being who you are in Jesus and expressing that to the world around you. And that might 
your world around you in in the part of your day might be your spouse mm -hmm. and the way that you are kind and loving and um, your relationship is life-giving, is truthful. Part of that might be the interaction you have with your children. Uh, and then it just goes into your your business, whatever type of business you're in, whatever you are doing, you're essentially expressing your life in Jesus in that setting. Yeah, that is really profound. I know it sounds a little bit like, well, of course, but but if you, yeah. you think about it and you you kind of, you know, meditate on it a bit, just ask the Lord to reveal some things to you with it. It really simplifies life. I think so many people are wondering, what's, you know, what's my purpose? How can I do exactly what God's called me to do? Even thinking that maybe it's a, a job, right? Or mm -hmm. um, there's different seasons we have in our life. But when we focus on that, it, it keeps it simple and it keeps our life instead of in multiple buckets, really just mm -hmm. one bucket. And then we're just who we are in Christ and bring that into everything we do. That's, that's true. You know, a lot, of, a lot of Jesus is very simple. He's not a complicated person, which makes it beautiful. I think sometimes it's the terminology that throws people off because you say, well, ministry, uh, business, well, they'll think, okay, I'm business, but the ministry part, uh, I don't think I fit that box. Right. Whereas in reality, it's just essentially being who you are in Jesus and uh, letting that come out into the world. So maybe we can break it down a little bit. Yeah. Our goal as an individual is to essentially become like Jesus. And for example, in Romans 5.17, it says that uh, Jesus is essentially, it, it brings this idea as a summary that Jesus is the Lord and uh, he is reigning, but we are reigning in the world, essentially, uh, in our relationship with Jesus, we are we are actually in this royal priesthood, this holy nation. And a lot of times we don't think of ourselves that way, but we are actually saints. And we think, oh, the saint—that's that's that little statue we see in somebody else's property. But, <laughs> but we we are actually saints of the Most High. We are actually that kind of person. But our goal is to become like Jesus, and that means that we believe His teachings. And we harmonize with him. So when we become like Jesus, we are walking in step with Jesus and the Holy Spirit helps us do that. And then we trust what he's already done for us based upon his death, burial, resurrection. And when he ascended on high, he actually took over everything because the father gave him the inheritance, gave him the authority. Every enemy, including death, was placed under him. And so when we trust what he's already done for us, then we can begin to experience the quality of life that he has for us. And we also learn how to manage the resources of our inheritance, because in Jesus, we have the inheritance that Jesus has. And it's that whole idea of experiencing the quality of life. And that quality of life in Jesus comes into our family life. It comes into our business life. It comes into just life in our community where we become an influencer. And that is essentially answering the idea of how we go into the world. Right. We're being who we are in Jesus to the world around us. And that's wherever we are. Some, some people, you know, hear the great commission from Matthew 28 and they think, Oh, we're going to go into the world. And uh, I don't want to go to Africa. Right. <laughs> I'm I quite happy right here. <laughs> 
God, don't make me do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <that's> not... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I say that's true. And I think what's really beautiful about that is when you really focus on living life and we're not perfect, you know, there's times where we definitely have to get back to it. But when we live our life trusting that he's already done everything for us, when we hit challenges or we hit areas where maybe we don't know exactly what we're supposed to do from that mindset, you you really actually gather, hey, I'm just stewarding something that's already successful, something that's already done. And you more just have to figure out the pathway to cooperate with that success, which is a much less stressful pathway. Plus, you know uh, that you've got the strength, the ability, the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding to be able to walk through it successfully. Yeah, that's a very good point. We got the whole package. We have the grace, that supernatural power to transform our lives and then to transform any situation around us. And really what results is some form of societal transformation. And society doesn't have to be the world. In our lives, it could be our neighborhood or our our next door neighbor. But it's really a result of our influence, who we are in Jesus. And that influence begins to spread. And Paul even gives an idea about part of our ministry. If we think in terms of ministry as our our activity, right? Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5.18, that uh, we all have the ministry of reconciliation. And he explains that Christ was reconciling the world to himself. And he has entrusted that reconciliation message with us. Paul says we're like ambassadors. We're representatives of Christ. And God is making his appeal through us. So we all have this ministry of connecting people, reconciling, because they're disconnected. So we want to get them connected back to a loving father and experience that God quality of life. So that's part of the ministry that we have going. Yeah. And when we have that as a focus, we can carry it through every you know area of our life. I mean, we're, we talk about this quite a bit. We're working on some real estate projects and it definitely is about real estate and we have to think through houses, projects and things. But, you know, a lot of our conversation is about the people that we work with and and really having a heart to what can we do to to help their businesses go to the next level. And it's just it just makes it purposeful. It makes it enjoyable. And then in that is the process of building wealth. And we know that's already going to be successful. We're doing what we're called to do. But I love how you brought it back to it really is always about people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And when I think about what's it about, there's a, a quote that you and I were talking about by the uh, A.W. Towser. And he says that it's not what a man does that determines whether his work is sacred or secular. It's why he does it. And he says that motive is everything. Yeah, that is really, really awesome. So what are some things if we look at uh, that would be kind of practical ways, Dave, for people to start to step out into approaching their business in the way that we've been discussing? There's a couple of practical ideas. In fact, I'd like to just think about uh, or express one of those ideas is from your book, The Promise of Purpose. You actually talk in uh, chapter six about discovering your purpose and how it's connected to work. 
So uh, you might want to share a little bit about that. But in that, you mentioned that when you take your faith into the marketplace, you're just living by God's word. And your job is not your identity, but it's a way that God fulfills your purpose. Yeah. And that was a real revelation for me, understanding that, that I, I am more than a job. Um, I'm a hard worker, which, you know, you are too. And we grew up in, we're baby boomers. So we grew up at a time where, you know, it was really, it was about hard work. That's, that's a lot of, you know, what you did to accomplish and uh, kind of honor your parents, you know, and, and that's a really good thing. The problem can become when our job is our identity. And uh, when we are living that, which ask me how I know, of course, because <laughs> I lived there. How do you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, if you had a good day at work, it was awesome, you know, happy emotions on a high. If something didn't go well at work, it was just like a deep dive. And it just seemed like, oh, my goodness, uh, my world is, is falling apart here. And that is no way to live. And so just when we understand that that we're created for a purpose that leads to our destiny, um, we go through seasons and we get our job in that right order. And I've even seen this, Dave, whether it's an executive or a stay at home mom, you know, it's like we all are fulfilling our purpose through what we do. But if we get our identity wrapped up in the doing Instead of keeping it in Jesus, uh, emotionally, it's an up and down um, and we're just not near as effective. So when looking at our job, it is one of the main ways I believe that we actually fulfill or walk out our purpose in Christ, because through our job, we're connecting with people that God has called us to. And for moms, you know, seasons in our life, like when Levi was little uh, and growing up, a lot of my job was, you know, working through motherhood to raise this young man the way mm -hmm. that God desired. And that that was a big job in a certain season of my life. But now, of course, he's 29, uh, married. And so it doesn't take my job is not so much intense on being a mother. Of course, it, it's there, but there's other ways that I apply God's purpose through what I'm putting my hand to today in different areas. Mm -hmm. That's a really good explanation. So I think uh, giving some ideas about how we are this person in Jesus, and uh, we're essentially on assignment. We have assignments from God that are that are joyful assignments. They're not they're not bad task or anything. And uh, part of this idea comes from a verse where Jesus talked about to occupy until I come. And that word occupy in Luke 19, 13 is actually conducting business. And so when Jesus said occupy till I come, it's the idea that we don't just find Jesus and then check out. We don't get like a little cottage in the mountain somewhere and wait for, for doomsday. That's not about that at all. In fact, Paul said two times in 1 Corinthians 7 that we should continue in the work that we have, even expressing our faith. So even Paul answered the question, well, if I become a believer and I'm in business, should I like leave business, exit out of that and, and somehow go find the real world of ministry? And Paul is expressing, no, wherever you are, even if you're a slave, if you're a bond servant, be the best you can be in that position. So that's one idea. 
Yeah, that's that so we are great. to engage in business wherever we are and let Jesus shine. In fact, Jesus said in John 17, 4, that he glorified God on the earth and accomplished the work that God gave him to do. And that essentially means that he was an influence for God. He represented God in such a way that people saw God's nature and character, and they could begin to trust that God's motives were always pure, they're always kind. And then as he expressed that love of God, he accomplished just the different tasks or assignments that the Father gave him. And that's why he said, uh, the Father and I are at work. You know, we are, we are moving towards a destination. And that's the same principle that each of us have the opportunity to experience is that we are representing the Father in our uh, godly influence. And we have the wonderful joy of just doing the type of work that he gives us to do and really shine. Wow, Dave, that's awesome. What an encouraging message here today. Um, and again, I want to remind you that if you missed the Business and Nonprofit Workshop, you can still watch it and listen to it. Go to wealthbuilders.org. And on that main page, we've got the USB option. There's actually a bundle there as well. And if you are wanting to start a business, a nonprofit, or you just want to get better traction on moving your business forward, we offer business coaching. Dave's a business coach. I am Frank Pulley. Uh, and so if you would like a, a consultation, we offer a 30 minute free consultation. You can actually click on a bar that is above those products on the main page and we can schedule that for you. I just also want to express my appreciation for how Billy and Becky have established a foundation on the word, just like what we've been talking about in everything that we do with building wealth. And in this last weekend, Billy talked about, you know, discouragement, disappointment, uh, overcoming that and just really diving into connecting to the word of God in our business. Uh, and then, of course, we had amazing how to's that he talked about as well. But I, I've not heard him talk about the things that he talked about this weekend. And so that's really some good information. And all that is on that USB as well. So, Dave, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Would you like to pray for people? Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, certainly. And I'm going to start with Philippians 4, 7, that uh, Jesus, we thank you for your peace. We thank you that it surpasses every situation in life and it covers us. It actually strengthens us because we can stand without the clutter and activity and the distractions of the world. But we thank you that you guard our heart, you guard our mind. And in that place of loving peace, because you are the Prince of Peace, you actually draw us into an experience with you and you help us live that out in the world around us. And we just thank you for the way you empower us, the way you strengthen us, and the way we can walk in joy and just be that that God uh, solution to the world around us of love and I just pray your blessing over each person listening, that they would just step into your atmosphere of peace and joy and experience the joy of releasing that to the world around them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Dave. And thank all of you for joining us and for being part of the Wealth Builders family. We love and appreciate you. Make it a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. If you want to learn more about who we are, visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.